0: This is Dave. I'll introduce him to you in a minute. As you're wondering who that guy up there in the end of time Bahama shirt is, uh, he'll be. uh, I'll talk about him in a minute. Is that time Bahama? It is. Hey, it's very comfortable. (laughs) Hey, come on now, baby. (laughs) Um, Next Sunday we are having our special all-in offering. How many of you uh, in here in any of the campuses? Uh, This is your church. Raise your hand. Very good. Very good. So next next week we are having our all-in. Offering, which is uh, offering over and above what we normally give to do projects over and above our day to day operation. Uh, For example, Toys for Joy, which we're having upcoming in a few weeks. Uh, The fun Toys for Joy um, uh, for $21, you can buy three gifts and all that's in this pamphlet I'm going to pull out here in a minute. Uh, Our global evangelism, digital evangelism, we have missionaries around the world and we are doing evangelism every day online. We have about a thousand people every day get saved. Uh, online, And we want to increase our capacity to share the gospel with those people and follow up with those people. Serving the military here in town. Getting a new building for our San Isidro campus. We need to get them a building. Please keep that in prayer. And God would open up a door um, for a permanent building. They load in and load out every single day. Thank you San Isidro, for your sacrifice. Can we give them a big hand for doing that, amen. We did that five years. Uh, We moved 33 times in the first five years of our church when we are at San Diego State. Uh, So, anyway, if you could take this out real quick, this pamphlet says All In. Uh, Next week, we will take uh, a special offering. In other words, this is not to replace what you already give, this is over and above. That's the the whole design behind it, so we could do extra. Um, And you could read through this at your own leisure. This kind of gives you an idea of where the money will go. We're trying to raise $3 million. There are some of you in here, you say, you know, I don't give anything. Well, this is a great time to start uh, being generous with what you have because God gave it to you, and He gave it to you as a trust uh, that you would be a blessing to others. Uh, then there are some of you who give, and you say, you know what? God has given me the ability to give more. There's some of you who can drop a check for $5. Some of you can drop a check for $5 million. It's all up to you, and God's going to speak to you. And my prayer and encouragement to you is that you would let God speak to you about whatever you would give. But that it will be his decision, not yours. Can I get amen? amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, put that away. Put that away. Let's see your Bibles today on account of three. Say word. <laughs> One, two, three. Say word. Good. Turn to John chapter three. And before we get to that, I'm gonna do something here real quick. We got Thanksgiving coming up. How many of y'all love pumpkin pie? Good. Y'all see the pumpkin pie? We got a pumpkin pie right here. I want you to imagine this pie is all the money you make every month. Your full compensation, however you get money legally or illegally, all the income you have. <laughs> someone said, "Someone said, hey, if someone gave you some money, one by a lot of your hey, I, I'm not saying that's illegal because hey, go go for it.' Uh, this is all your income, and." Often, what happens is we give God. We start spending it this way. We give God our mortgage. For some of y'all, that's this chunk. Say Amen if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yeesh. <laughs> then you say, Well, I I gotta I gotta pay my car note, and I gotta drive comf- comfortable, so. Because I gotta go to work so I can make money to have that house. There's another chunk. Well, I got I gotta eat. Gotta eat. Gotta eat. Gotta eat. <laughs> and by the way, and a little Starbucks in there, so I'm gonna put that over there like that. <laughs> got a little chunk. Man, spend a lot of money over here. Then I gotta get clothes because I look. I got look. Gotta look cute. So, <laughs> got my little clothes budget. Oh yeah, I got I got my bills. I got, you know, my my gas, my 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 cable, gotta have my NFL network, gotta have, gotta have my grass cut, gotta have my 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 light bill, my water bill, my garbage bill, and let me take all that out. Because if I don't have that, I can't live. And so I'm gonna put that over here. And then, oh, what about me? Ah, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then you come to church and you hear about tithing, <laughs> and giving extra, and being faithful. <laughs> there you go, God. Here's your crumbs. <laughs> and you feel guilty. What we want to talk about today is fixing that. Amen? Let's start over. Here's all the money you make. And God says, I'm the one who gave that to you. How many of you believe that God's the one who gave you the ability to make wealth and have a job and earn your money? Raise your hand, amen? How many of you believe that God wrote the Bible and he wrote it for your good? Amen? Okay, so what God tells us is that I'm the one who gave it to you and I want you to honor me first for a couple of reasons. One, to acknowledge me first, and also it's a sign of trust that I'm gonna bless the rest cause if you give it to me I'm gonna bless the rest. So what happens is you get paid and the first thing you say is god, you know what? I don't care what circumstances in my life. Don't, don't trip on what percentage this slices, just it's just a slice. <laughs> and say god, you go first. And now some of y'all are going well, how am I going to eat and do how am I going to do all this with that? Because when you do that first and god blesses it, here's what god does. God says, "Come on now, I'm gonna bless that. <laughs> it's gonna be so much better." So here's what we're going to talk about. We started a series two weeks ago called thanks and giving. we talked about that you can bring health to that for which you give thanks. Last week we talked about you can bring health to your relationship with people by being grateful for them whether you like them or not. Because when you align your heart with God's purpose for your relationship which is to live in loving community. You align your heart with that God's purpose. God can bring health to your relationship. That God brings health to your body when you are more thankful. You are less stressful and you have less illness. That's psychology today, one on one. The world will tell you that it affirms what the Bible says. You bring health to your relationship with God by saying, "God, thank you for who you are." That's why we praise God first when we come in here to align our hearts with who we are and our purpose. Can I get an amen? So today we're going to talk about uh, bringing health. And blessing to your money. How many of y'all want your money to be blessed? Can I get amen, amen? And bringing help to your money by aligning how you use it. It's a matter of trust, and then it's a matter of function. Getting your uh, your finances in order. Dave has been teaching a life financial class for 15 years. 15 years. Give a, give a minute on your background here and, and the service you. So give my wife and
1: I've been here uh, for almost 20 years now. When we we're still at San Diego State, uh, 15 years ago. We started teaching biblical stewardship, the Rock Financial Life. And and, uh, we we attend here at Point Loma, but we teach it around all the campuses and we still do.
0: Fabulous. And we're going to get in today establishing trust and then the structure, getting budgets together. We're going to talk about rock, rock Rock Financial Life so we can get our finances. Now, I want to preface it by saying this, I want to apologize to you because this... Talking about money is the thing I'm most uncomfortable about, which I should not be, but I am. And I had somebody in our church who I've known for, since our beginning say, I'm so glad you're not good at raising money. And that was a good and a bad thing. The good thing was, I'm not, hey, you know, uh, uh, trying to feel like I'm scamming you at the same time. I have a responsibility to teach you about finances. Because it's very important, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, how you treat your finances is directly connected to your trust in God. And so I'm going to do a better job at that starting with today. uh, Because the more you are faithful with your finances, the more you're going to be blessed in your finances. The more you're faithful in your marriage, the more you're going to be blessed in your marriage. Okay? And so part of that is what we're going to talk today. So my prayer is that you would let the Holy Spirit challenge you and encourage you and speak to you for your benefit, for the church's benefit. Because we are just trying to change San Diego. We can't do it without your time, your talent, and your treasure. Definitely not just your attendance. This is just the huddle. We got to, where we call the play, like in football, and then we run the play when we leave.
1: Amen? So Amen. Let's, let's get into this real quick. Let's get into this. Let's pray. Let's pray. How many of you want a breakthrough in your finances? You want to see God move. Let's pray after me. Father, in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name. I cancel any agreement, I cancel any agreement that I've made with the enemy. That I've made with the enemy. Holy Spirit, reveal any lie I've believed. Holy Spirit, reveal any lie I believe. Show me your truth. Show me your truth. Transform the way I think. Transform the way I think. Transform how I handle your money. Transform in Jesus' name. Everybody said. Amen.
0: Amen. Everyone say amen. Amen. Okay, great. Get this out, please. Your lesson plan out and get a pen. If you don't have a pen, we're gonna give you some stuff to take home. Um as we go through this, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit would set you free. Number one, in, your, in the lesson plan it says, uh, we are designed to be generous. We are. How many think that we're, God designed you to be stingy? Raise your hand. <laughs> how, many think, how many say God designed me to be generous? <laughs> Some of y'all like, uh. <laughs> how many of y'all believe by a show of hands that God designed us to be like him and be generous? Amen. Very good. Okay, great.
1: Watch this. How, how many? How many would like to give more? Raise your hand. All campuses, raise your hand. Okay. Now, how about this? How many of you would like to be able to give more? Raise your hand. Look around. That's all of us. Great.
0: If we want to do that, we can. John chapter three, verse sixteen. We are designed to be generous.
1: Yeah. Talk about that. So, so um, God designed us after His own image, and we know that He's a giver. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he, what? Gave. That he gave. God is a giver. Everything I have and everything you have, he gave us. In fact, even the next breath that I take, he gave me. The next breath.
0: For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. God is such a big giver, he gave his own son. Now, you may say, well, he didn't give me my job, I got it. He didn't give me my house, I bought it. Well, a couple things I would say. Um, If you don't think God gave it to you, would you say to him, God, I got this on my own and you can't take it? (laughs) I didn't think so. So just acknowledge (laughs) that he gave it to you. (laughs) We give because we are like God. Turn to Genesis, first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter. 1, verse 27, it said, God created man in his own image.
1: In the image of God, he created male and female. Yeah, we're created in his image. We're image bearers. We have his DNA in us. So if God's a giver, what does that make us? If God is, if his desire is to be generous, what's 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 that mean for us? It's in us. We all desire to be more generous. I want to be more generous. Mm -hmm.
0: And guess what happens when you live like God? You're more at peace, you're more happy because he created us to live like him in relationship with him. Being thankful. Praising him aligns our hearts with his heart so we can be like him versus arguing with him. Saying, God, what do you want me to do? I want to be like you. I want to I want to love like you. I want to encourage like you. I want to be patient like you. I want to be. Generous like you, generous with my thanks, generous with my money, generous with my time, generous with my expertise. Amen? Amen. Number, number two, we are deceived about generosity. This is a oh, big one.
1: Big time. The, the enemy lies to us all the time about, our, about our, our capability to be generous. We think it's just a checkbook issue. It's not what's in your checkbook, it's what's here. Turn to Romans chapter 8, the sixth book
0: of the New Testament. One, two, three, four, five, six. Romans chapter 8. One of the deceptions and, and, the, and the tools of deception is fear. Romans chapter 8 verse 15 says, you did not receive the spirit of fear but the spirit of sonship by which you call Abba, Abba, Father or Daddy. Often we think
1: we don't give because we have fear. Talk about that. Right. So, so it, it's, we, we lose sleep at night. We're anxious. We're stressed out. We're afraid because of what our checkbook says. We feel fear. But you have to understand, fear is a spirit. It's from the enemy. So the enemy attacks you. He tells you all, this, all these lies. And, and, and it plays out in your emotions. And it makes you, makes you. I can't be generous. I, I, I won't have enough.
0: We are spiritual beings, and we are constantly in spiritual battle. And often, you may all of a sudden anxiety may come on you, fear may come on you, doubt may come on you. You are in a spiritual battle. You are in contact with evil spirits all the time. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean you are demon possessed necessarily. We've had demon possessed people up in here doing some stuff up in here. Okay, for real, for real. However. You can hear a lie going, he doesn't love you, he's cheating on you. He ain't cheating on you. You're going to be homeless. Not going to be homeless. Stuff that's out of nowhere. Say amen if you've ever had those out of nowhere comments come in your head. and you Can I get amen? Where does that come from? You're in a spiritual battle. Spirit of fear. You got to say no, Lord. I want to align my heart with the spirit of God. That's going to tell you the good news, which is that you are covered. God's going to take care of you. He's never going to leave you or forsake you, and He's taking care of all your needs. Can I get amen? That comes with first thanking God and honoring Him. Turn to Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three. We're afraid that God won't take care of us if I give. If I think about it, if I'm generous to God, He's going to leave me out to dry. That will be a deceptive, cold-hearted God, and that's not His heart. Look at Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these
1: things will be added. Yeah, this, is, this passage is from the Sermon on the Mount and, and Jesus is teaching a, a variety of things but he starts talking about how God takes care of the birds, how he feeds the birds and how he, how he clothes the lilies of the field. And, and, he's, and he's telling us that he'll meet your needs. He will meet your needs. You can trust him. If he'll take care of a little bird, won't he take care of you? You're an image bearer. You're made in his likeness. He thinks more about you than he does the little bird. He thinks a lot about that little bird.
0: Think about this. Uh, before uh, the sun comes up, and I don't know how many of y'all are awake. Before the sun comes up. Uh, by the way, let's do a show of hands. This is not to shame you. This is just because getting up after the sun or before is not right or wrong. I'm just getting get an idea. How many of y'all are up before the sun comes up? Okay. Oh, very good. How many of y'all want to be up but you're not really okay <laughs> <laughs> pay attention tomorrow that right before right as the sun's coming up you hear singing singing you're listening to birds sing that have no 401k <laughs> they have no pantry they have no money they're singing and again, now this is, that's all fact. This is my uh, interpretation of God's word. God says, I'm the one who feeds them. They know it. Now, this is me talking. They're singing praise in advance of what I'm going to do in their life. Now, again, that's me. I don't, I, but God made them. So He said, I'm going to make them sing even before I feed them. So when you watch them sing, you can think about do you praise me when you don't have anything? Do you praise me before I bless you? That's the witness that all of creation praises God because all of creation was made to praise Him and acknowledge that He's taking care of them. So every day, birds go. Are you singing? I'm singing. I don't have any food. I don't have any form. okay. I don't have twenty pairs of Prada shoes. Does Prada make shoes? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> purses. Purses. Okay. Purses. purses. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Thank God I don't know what Prada is. My mm. <laughs> B, lack of ability. We, we are deceived that we don't, we, about generosity because we don't have the ability to give.
1: Yeah, we, we, we think that we, think that we, we can't, we, we don't use these words, but what's in there is we don't trust God. And, and because of that that, that, that spiritual lie now becomes a natural lie. We, we, we look at other things that other people have. Um, on the, uh, any, any given day, we see things other people have that we think, wow, I'd love to have one of those. That'd be nice to have one of these. Or you see it on TV or on social media, and, and we get envious and jealous, and, and, and we have this discontentment. And those are heart issues. It's a heart sickness. Our heart
0: is out of order, and our finances are out of order. Do you know that you, as we're talking about money... Every single principle, every single principle that has to do with money is exactly the same that has to do with your heart. You don't trust God to give him your heart. You think he's not not gonna be faithful to take care of you, so you don't give your heart. You give what's comfortable. I'm gonna go to church once a month, not gonna give my time, not gonna serve, go to our group. I'm just gonna give a little bit. But it is it is a heart issue. It is not a money issue. It's a heart issue. It's not a time issue. Every single one of you that have ever been in a relationship. Matter of fact, how many of you in all the campuses online, how many of you have ever had a really close friend in your life? It's not a trick question. You know what happened? You met somebody that you clicked with, maybe immediately, maybe not immediately. And you, with very little data, sometimes immediately with no data, other than you were talking to them for a minute, and you said, I trust you because something feels right, and you gave your heart. That is a trust issue. Being in love is a trust issue. Something you feel says, I can trust this person. And for all of us who've had a heart broke, we know that our ability to trust is imperfect. But God is perfect. Can't ever go wrong. So it's a trust issue. That's number one. The other part is a function issue that our finances are out of order. And talk to that because we have a solution for that. Yeah,
1: if I'm jealous or envious or I'm discontent, then I go out and use use his resources irresponsibly. I use them in ways that he wouldn't want me to use them. And all of a sudden I have a debt load that's crushing me. Or or I'm spending every month more than I'm making and, and I lose I give away the security he really wants for me. He, he, everything God wants for you is perfect. Every thought he has for you is perfect. What he tells you to do or not do is perfect. It can't be improved upon. It's perfect. So wouldn't you want to know that? How many of you would love to be able to in your heart say,
0: I can do everything I want with the money that God has given me? Raise your hand. Here's how that can happen when your desires are aligned with your resources. There's, I was on a plane the other day talking to a guy, make a long story short. He told me his boss is a, is a multi, multi billionaire, but he rides commercial and sits in the back of the plane. He could buy an airline and fly private, which would save him a lot of money and time, but he says, you know what? That's not my desire. I was just sitting in the back of the plane, a commercial. Now, I don't know that man, so I don't know what he wants, but obviously that's what he wants. Being able to do everything you want does not mean you have to have everything you want. It means that your desires are lined up with your resources. And if you say to God, God, give me the desires of my heart, not, I don't want to do what you want. I want you to give me what I'm supposed to want. Give it to me. Put the desires in my heart, and God's gonna give you desires. And once he knows his desires are in your heart and you are good with that, he is going to give you the resources to fulfill your desires. Are you following what I'm saying? Amen. And there may be some of you that you want to give, you kind of want to give, but you're not doing something else properly to align your resources with your desires. So let's talk about that because I know a lot of people going, man, I want to give, but I can't. I, I, I'm in debt. I don't, have, I don't have the
1: resources. And it's frustrating. Yeah, you're thinking about the problem but by looking at your numbers, by looking at your checkbook. And you're thinking it's a, it's a natural issue but really it's a spiritual issue. Trust, you know, we, we can say trust, I trust God. I could say that easily. It's Right? It's easy to say. But faith is actually walking it out. Faith isn't what I believe. It's what I do. And talk about the RFL class. Because
0: the RFL class is how you can help get your finances aligned, your budget right. Where it frees up resources for you to enjoy life and be generous at the same time.
1: Yeah, the class is—it's all—it's all about teaching uh, what and talk about what you just said, it, Miles. It's—it's it's what God wants for us. If you believe what He wants for you is perfect, then then we want to talk about how he wants you to think about money, how to, how to prioritize your giving, how to, use, how to use your resources in a way that honors him and, 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 um, and it, it blesses us, it frees us. We want to get our thinking aligned with what he says, our actions will align with what he says and blessing is released. So the class is Saturday. Let's Cla- talk about the class. There's a, yeah, we're going to have a half a day seminar this coming Saturday. That's the 17th uh, in, in Point Loma from 830 to, 11, 830 to noon. Child care is available. Uh, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what God wants, um, how God thinks about money, how, how God wants you to use it to glorify him. It will help you get free. Anybody want to be free? Anybody want to experience a breakthrough in your finances? You need a breakthrough, right? Anybody? Nobody needs a breakthrough? Raise your hand. Every campus. You all need a breakthrough? And it's learning to do it his way. Let's back up.
0: Um, How many of you would love to have a supernatural life? Raise your hand. Then guess what? You have to do spiritual things. You're not going to have it coming here and just listen to me once a month. Not going to happen. How many of you would love to speak powerfully and, anointly and, and with anointing and have your words actually bring about supernatural change in other people's lives. You're going to have to learn the Bible. Read the Bible. Memorize the Bible. Use the Bible. It's not going to happen. I was talking to a guy, a friend of mine. I was witnessing to him, witnessing to him to get saved. And, and he, he always says, well, I'm just going to die. When I die, I'm just going to say I know you. <laughs> I said, they're going to send you right to hell. <laughs> I said, Do not mention my name when you go to... (laughs) Do not say you know me. You better say you know Jesus. How many of you would like to have a breakthrough in your finances? You have to do it his way. God will not bless you. Mm -hmm. Does it mean you won't be able to make more money? You can make all the money in the world and still be miserable. And still be broke. And still be in bondage. Or you can make less money and be free. So Saturday at 8.30, he's been running this class for 15 years. It's going to teach you not only to get your mind right about money and your heart right about money, but here's how you budget, here's how you plan, here's how you get out of debt, and here's how you can be generous, all at the same time. And if you have little kids, bring your kids. We'll take care of your kids. Amen. Right. And so why? What is that going to do? That is aligning your finances with God. Saying, God, I'm going to do it your way. How many, of y'all, how many of y'all would be interested? I'm not making you make a commitment, but all the campuses, how many of you would be interested? I think I, I would benefit, I would, number one, benefit from a class like that. Raise your hand up really high. Very good. Really, 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 really high. Okay, I'm not gonna commit you to come into the class. But you just said I could benefit, so we have the class for you. So you have to say, okay, why wouldn't I go? Other than you have something you can't get out of, Saturday. So th- that's what we wanna offer you. And what happens to your life? No, the number one cause of divorce, money, money, it's going to help your marriage, it's going to help your relationships, it's going to help your, your, your mental and emotional
1: state, amen? Amen. Uh, let, there, let, there's, let, there's a lie that you'll, you, 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 that may be running through your head right now, and it's that we want your money. Can't be further from the truth. We don't want from something from you, we want something for you. We want you to be free, Amen. We have to be free. Amen. Look at number three. It
0: says we are rewarded when we give. Are mm-hmm. generous. This is very important. Giving is an opportunity, not an obligation. Everyone say opportunity. Obligation. Say obligation. obligation. If you ever hear someone say, you have to tithe. Let me tell you something. You don't have to tithe. You don't have to give anything. You don't have to pray. You don't have to read your Bible. And guess what? You don't even have to come to church. Now, if you don't, there are blessings you will not receive. You don't have to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. You really don't. Now, you won't go to heaven, but you don't have to do it. And what does that mean? Does that mean that you, you have to say, if I do these things, there is a reward or blessing or a benefit. Do you do it for the benefit? Absolutely. Who wants to go to hell? Who wants to be miserable? You don't have to pray with your wife. But guess what if you do? You will be blessed. You don't have to do it. And so when we talk about giving, you have to do it not because I got to give. No, there is a, I am honoring God and God is going to bless me. If if anything, if anything, I am going to be blessed by removing the burden of greed. I'm going to be set free that I'm not enslaved to money. What a blessing. God wants... The Bible says God has blessed you with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Think about this. God has blessed you with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. Why wouldn't you want what God wants for you? And so when we talk about giving, there is tithing. Yes. uh, Tithing is 10% of your gross, not your net. Why? What do you want God to bless? Your gross or your net? And then offering is over and above that. You have to say, God... I trust you and I'm going to trust you with my finances first. I'm going to give my first fruits, remember the pie? I'm going to bless you first. And I'm going to watch what you do. You should never obey God and not expect God to respond by giving you a big hug in some form or fashion. If you pray with your wife, watch what happens. Watch what happens. If you serve, watch what happens. If you give, watch what happens. Does that mean if you give money, He's going to give you more money? Not necessarily. He may give you more joy. Do you want more money or you want more joy? Or he may give you both. And guess what? He's gonna do. He's gonna switch it up because he's, he's like that. He's going bam, 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 bam. Because that's how God is. And then and then what happens, God's gonna, God's gonna give you something, and you're gonna go bam, and he's gonna go, oh snap. And God's gonna say, here's what I want you to do with that. I want you to give that away. And you'll be like, okay, cool, because I know something else is coming. And I know you that that's how God rolls. And so you don't have to give, but you have to, you have to want to give and say, God, I'm giving because I trust you. And, and lastly, I want to end with this last point on here. We build the kingdom. And by the way, all this is done by faith. Uh, when you gave your heart to someone, you give by faith. You do this by faith. God's going to put on some of y'all's heart to give financially. You're going to be like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm just, you know, I don't know why I'm giving all this. And, and that's exactly how it works. Someone's gonna curse at you and you're gonna go, I don't know what I'm doing this, but I'm gonna go tell them I love them. <laughs> that don't make any sense. It sure doesn't. Because in this world, the rules of this world are opposite the rules of the kingdom. If you come here all the time and go, man, every time I go to church, I, I feel like they're telling me something different. Yes, we are. We're telling you rules of the kingdom. And the rules of this world are the opposite. Here hoard, God says give. Here fight back, God says love. Here if someone talks about you, talk about them. God says forgive. They're the opposite. That's the battle. Here, when you obey these rules, you get death. When you obey his rules, you get life. That's how you can prove it. Just test it. Do it your way and watch what happens. Something's going to die do God's way, something's going to come to life. In a minute we are going to pray. All these principles are about your heart. This is not a money issue. It's a heart issue. It's not about how much pie you have. It's how much faith you have. So before I get to that, I want you to comment on the last point. We build
1: the kingdom. Uh, yeah, My, Jen and I have been called to this. This is our home church. This is where we have been planted. And and we get the privilege of, of impacting the kingdom, impacting the world around us by our giving. Our generosity allows us to see God move. Every Sunday, I, I get to see God move in the hearts, hearts of people. And I just want to see more of it. How about you guys? You want to see more of God? You want to see God change San Diego? You want to see him change? That's going to take us. That's up to us. He, God's... God's chosen to work through his people to impact the world. That starts with me. That's why I give. So here's what we're going to do.
0: Uh, next week we're having this uh, offering. I want you to pray this week. What do we, what, God, what do you want me to do? Don't do anything Miles wants you to do. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Here's what I want you to do. My bad. Let me say it this way. Don't give an amount I asked you because I'm not asking you for an amount. What I'm asking you to do Is pray to God and be obedient. Why? Because when you're obedient to God, God blesses you. And when you do it to God, you go to God for the response. I'm in the middle. I'm just saying, hey, go to Him. I can't do anything for you. I I was telling this story about my friend who said he's gonna get saved and oh, he's gonna die and go to heaven and say he knows me. Uh, We've had this conversation ten times. I said, look, listen, don't don't say my name. Now, I know that's not really going to happen, but in, in, in all seriousness, and, and even though it's a joke, it's very real. All you have is Jesus. That's all you have. And, and the flip, if you go home and say, God, I don't need you, you, you don't. You don't need God. You can live without him. And it will be more miserable than if you live with him. And when you die, you will not go to heaven And when you live, you won't experience the blessings of being with him. So you don't necessarily need him. But to get what he has, you need him. So if you want to be blessed by God, you have to do it his way. So it's all about you doing it his way. So my my request to you is as we prepare for next week, you think about, okay, God, do you want me to give over and above? By the way, some of you don't give at all. You come to church and you take. And you complain. What's that? Just be honest with yourself. What's that you wouldn't want someone to do that? And Jesus died. So step back and go. Wait a minute. Do I? Is this my church? Do I? Do I go every week? Come every week. Do I bring friends? Am I trying to reach out to the community? Am I doing just the basics? That's a heart thing. This is in the United States of America. A lot of churches are institutions. You go, pay, pay, pay. You know, pay your respect. Check the box. That is the last thing we want to do. We have plenty of other stuff we can do. This this has to be I'm going to church because I believe in, in who Jesus is. That we love Jesus. That we want you to love Jesus. And that loving Jesus is the best option for your life. And I want to give my time. I want to be in the R group and, and give my life to people and give my life to the Word of God and pray. And and, and, and yes, my finances is absolutely part of that. That's why Jesus t- and the Bible talks about money more than anything. Jesus talks about more, money more than prayer and in and, and heaven. Why? Because that's He knows we're like this. He knows. And so for you to go home this week and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? But it may be for some of you, Lord. Is this my church? And if my church, I just need to go to church. I need to tithe as a basic. And then over and above that, what do you want me to do? And there are some of you, you have tons of money. God blessed you with the ability to make money, it's all His. You could could pay off this building. You could pay off this building. So why don't you? We could take all that interest and use it for ministry. I don't have it. My wife and I give. We, I've been them since I got saved, 1984, and given over and above that. And we're blessed. And we keep giving. So we're not asking you to do anything we don't do. And so I want you to pray about that. And, 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 and even now, before some of y'all leave, there's giving boxes at all the exits. Some of you didn't give anything today, or you say, you know what, I, I'm really being stingy. You may you may leave here right now and write a check and put it in those boxes. Why not? Because God called you to. It's all about. I had a guy come to me and say, I want to give you a bunch of money. I said, did God tell you to give it to me, to the church? If God told you to give it, just give it. You don't need a meeting and have to, you know, use your money to try to have a meeting. Just do it. Just do it. If God, if you're at work and God tells you to pray for somebody and you don't know how, guess how you're going to learn? Do it. Just do it. So we're going to pray in a minute. And I'm going to ask you to give your heart to God. Because if he doesn't have your heart, you, you can't buy your way into heaven. I mean, you say, well, here's my money, but I'm not. No, no. He needs this first. It has to come with God, thank you. So I'm going to pray in a minute that you give your heart to God and then give you a chance to demonstrate that in all the campuses. You may be giving your heart to God because you're getting saved, or you just you just need to give your heart to God. You pray a prayer, but you, he, you really didn't give your heart to him, you're not committed. So I'm going to ask all of you to bow your heads on all the campuses. Bow your heads and close your eyes. And I'm going to make this really short and really simple. If you want to give your heart to God, just pray this prayer. God, I give you my heart. (laughs) You gave your life for me. And I'm not going to play any more games with you. Forgive me. I surrender my whole life to you. My time, my money, my talents, my relationships, my future, it's all yours. As our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed and all the campuses, in a minute I'm going to ask you to stand if you prayed that prayer. If you came with somebody you want them to stand with you, just tap them on the shoulder, the leg, the hand, or whatever it is. But let's let's get real with God. Let's get real. With God today So if you prayed that prayer, in a minute, I'm going to ask you to stand up. I'm going to count to three. One, two. Three. Stand to your feet.